Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the weekly manga podcast where every week we read all of the chapters of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. And this week we read Full Metal Alchemist Volume 1, because we've done this podcast for, is it over two years or nearly two years? I can't math. Nearly two years, and yep. I haven't done that yet. I don't. It's not that I can't math, I don't know how years work. Yeah. Well, time is an illusion, especially right now. It's true. And it's made up and the points don't matter, right? Mm-hmm. Before that, though, we had Shonen Jump, of course. What do you think of Shonen Jump this week, Kevin? I liked a lot of it. It had some, some really good stuff. Not everything wowed me, but... Yeah, I, I again found it to be a very mediocre week. Like, there was definitely stuff I liked, but then there was just a lot of like, yeah, that was a chapter of that. Yeah. In almost every series. I guess we'll just jump right in, starting with Jujutsu Kaisen Chapter 148, Perfect Preparation. What do you think of Jujutsu Kaisen this week, Kevin? That was a chapter of Jujutsu Kaisen, all right. Yep. I the the I, I've talked about this frustration of Jujutsu Kaisen before, but the status quo of it is just super weird to me. And this was another chapter where that's true. Yep. Where it's just like, the people in power just seem to be the most incompetent people possible. And I do live in America. In I, I lived through the American COVID pandemic. I know that feeling very well. And yet it does not translate to reality to me. Yeah. I guess I'm, it's cool that we get a my chapter. Yeah. I guess. Looks like I don't think she's going to die. Yeah. It was all just kind of a bit confusing. I also had like, when did this happen? Like, when did Megami find out he was the clan head and be like, okay, I'll do stuff with this. Was this before or after what we've already seen? Yeah, there's a little bit of that. It also seems like, I don't, I still don't know how like the cursed game is working. Like, are all the people in the Zenning family also part of that? Well, it seems like the cursed game hasn't started yet. Yes, I agree. But if they have to participate, doesn't getting Megami killed there make more sense? Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe maybe this is all like prequel stuff, so none of them knew the curse game was happening yet. That's certainly possible, which is why I asked my question about when yeah. is this occurring. We'll find out in like a month. Why is this occurring? Why is everybody with even an ounce of authority an asshole? Including Gojo. He's just an asshole who is he's I guess Gojo's just a troll. <laughs> yeah, I was like <laughs> he just he figured out how to channel all of his asshole and not be the worst. <laughs> Well, I mean, when you look at it, what he decided to be is instead of just being a regular asshole, he's just an asshole to other people in charge. <laughs> I feel like he's kind of an asshole to Itadori, too. A little bit. And and definitely to Megami. Yes. And probably to the senpai whose name I can't think of with the sword, who is the prequel probably. manga that I still haven't read's protagonist. Maybe it was in the prequel I didn't read, even. He doesn't interact with him much, but yeah, he's a bit of an asshole. Gotcha. So yeah, like I-, I do like this stuff. It just is super weird. The like pacing of it's all off. Yeah, I did like the you know, some of the intrigue going on, but yeah, I I completely agree with you. If that's all we have to say about it, next we have My Hero Academia number 312 Hired Gun. Hey, Overhaul's back, I'm pretty sure. Yep. <laughs> I like how we were like, "Oh, that guy has no arms last week." And neither of us thought, "Hey, is that guy Overhaul?" overhaul? Yeah. <laughs> the other my, the my hero academia character who famously doesn't have arms anymore. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, at the end of this chapter, I was like, "Wait." But that was cuz I saw an, there's art of him propped on Nagant's like shoulder with her arm like where his should be, and I thought he, that was his hand. Ah. Uh. 
No, and I, mean, I was like, that can't be overhaul. He's got a hand. And then I looked at, had to look again. Well, I mean, they say his name, so. Yeah, yes, but I don't know his name. I just know overhaul. Gotcha. I recognized the name. I was like, oh, that makes a lot more sense. And also, most of it, like, had we ever seen his face? I think we, without the mask, I don't know if we have or not. Like, maybe barely. So that's probably one of the reasons, like, if, you know, he's constantly yeah. wearing the mask. But yeah, it's like, oh yeah, that dude who doesn't have arms. You know he's a villain because once the pandemic started, that's when he was like, no more mask. <laughs> I used to wear it, but now it's cool. So I stopped. Well, I mean, to be fair to him, they probably took the mask away. I'm I'm just kidding. Of course, that's it. He he couldn't get another one because he has no hands. <laughs> there you go. The Gaunt bought one for him, but he couldn't put it on. <laughs> Here's your mask. Just looks at her. <laughs> Fucking seriously. I wonder if One for All gave him a new quirk. Yeah, that's a cool. I'm sorry. I went. I'll, all for One gave him a new quirk since he clearly gave one to Nagant, and she's like, "Hey, he's coming. Get get ready." Or if he gave him a quirk that would let him use his old quirk. Because Doria is like, ah, oh, I need to get close to her. She's a really good sniper. And Hawks warned me about her. Yep. That she's the one person who could take me down. If I try to get away, it won't work. And she's like, hey, he's coming. Get ready. Well, I like that it wasn't just if I try and get away. It's like, all right, so she seems to be about a kilometer away from me, but her maximum range is three kilometers. So I can't run away. Like, I can't run that far away quickly enough. It seems like taking cover should work because her quirk is not like bullet senpais. I can't think of his name either now. Who shows up in this chapter. She's just a really good shot. Although maybe she could make rounds that would pierce through any cover he could get. You can no prize that, the more I think about it. Yeah, I was like, that was the the intention behind it. Because otherwise, yeah. Like, that's why he was talking about, you know, all of the all of the shooter type people are pissed at her. Because she's a natural marksman on top of having the ability to make the perfect bullets. Yeah, and she can make her arm into a rifle. Yeah. So she's never disarmed. Yep. Yeah, so interesting character. We found out that she's a hero that somehow betrayed other heroes. Seems like it's kind of a stained situation. Yeah, it seems like she killed another hero, or at least attacked him. Yeah, and unlike Muscular, Overhaul is a character that I do think has more narrative potential. Yeah. Not as much as stained. Speaking of him just now, he's the character that I really think needs to show up again, but that could be in the future. It could be. Uh, and I was kind of excited to it. I figured out, oh man, that's Overhaul. What, what's up with that? Yeah, that was cool. It seems like he would not be on, although maybe the, the trick is that they're not going to do what All for One wants. Because the God's like, what the fuck? You, you just tell everyone else, cool, you're out, and you give me homework? Yeah. And Overhaul, famously not on that dude's side. Well, and also, like, he seems to have had, like, a mental break. And so she's- That's true, too. Because she's, like, taking care of him, like, more yeah. than- you know, that's why she's sticking around him. She's like, she was helping him escape. So she yeah. seems to have attached to him for some reason. Yeah. So I guess they could be, there could be a motivation switch there. You're right. But I love when there are three factions. So please give me three factions. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like this chapter quite a bit. Anything else you wanted to say on it? Nope. That'll lead us to One Piece chapter 1013, Anarchy in the BM. What did you think <laughs> of One Piece this week? So, Kevin. like something in that title need to have been changed i i don't know how it didn't oh, translate over well I, I even was somewhat kind to it because in parentheses after that it has big mom yeah and i get that but i was like why not <laughs> it's not a good title i was like if you like, have to put that in parentheses why not just put anarchy in the big bomb 
That also doesn't sound right. No, but it at least makes more sense than Anarchy in the BM. (laughs) I actually really liked One Piece this week. You know, I liked Kid showing up to fight Big Mom so that we can have, like, that standoff happening. I did really like that moment. Before you go on, I thought it was kind of an eh chapter of One Piece overall. Wasn't bad, certainly, but wasn't what it has been lately. Oh, really? I ended up really liking it. I liked the death of Zeus. And see, like, I think what it was is that just didn't do much for me. Because okay. that's such a minor, like, kind of comedy character. And he's, it's, I don't want to say it's barely a death, but I suppose I'm a bad shonen manga reader in that I did not see him as particularly human. Mm-hmm. And so his death was not very effective to me. And even Nami was like, oh, man, you're so worthless in the end. A little bit. Nami did not seem super torn up about his death. Yeah, and that's true. But she also thought he betrayed her. True. It, to be fair, he did. Yeah. And then that cliffhanger is really good. I do like the cliffhanger. It There is a thing that's a little bit frustrating about One Piece, the manga, and that oftentimes we will just cut to people losing, but it is effective. I yeah. just I could have done some more Luffy seen some more Luffy Kaido fight instead of cut straight to Luffy being beaten. But I did absolutely love Kaido being like, "Ah, oh, I fucked up and got too excited and didn't murder you." People are like, people will just keep thinking you could beat me if I don't murder you. Why didn't I murder you? God damn it! Well, it wasn't just why didn't I murder you. It was like why didn't I make this public? Like we're fighting alone up here, so no everyone assumes that you're still fucking fighting me. No, well, I, I read it as everyone's going to assume you're going to climb back up and beat me. And and to be fair, I don't think he's like, why did I do that? And like, I don't know why. I think he's like, oh, God, I got the better of myself. I want to fight that. I, I'm doing a Goku. I want to fight that guy again. <laughs> but I really should have just murdered him because he's going to go kill the Ginyu Force or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to the, the continuation of that fight. Oh, so am I. And I think Yamato could show up and there could be some cool Yamato Kaido stuff. Yeah. There's lots of ways that can go. I That cliffhanger, I, I enjoyed. I just could have used this entire chapter being Luffy and Kaido fighting and then Luffy losing that way. Fair. Instead of the shock cut straight to him losing. Fair. I didn't, I don't want to, that was by far the best part of the chapter. And I did also like Captain Kidd showing up to fight Big Mom. Yep. Wonder what Law is going to do. He does not have an Emperor of the Sea to fight. <laughs> Shanks just shows up like, hey, Law, sup? <laughs> want to go a few? <laughs> that would be so fucking funny. You want to go a few rounds? Like, I'm kind of bored, waiting for Luffy to show yeah. up. Do you know where he is? So like, yeah, he's, I know he's not going to fight me because he wants to save me for last. We've got like a relationship, but like, yeah, <laughs> I do not think that will happen. I feel like if Shanks showed up, he would take the situation a little more seriously, but that would be great. I guess, uh, and if Blackbeard could show up, but I don't think Law versus Blackbeard is the way this is going. No. Anything else you wanted to say about One Piece? No, I'm good. That'll take us to Blue Box number five, What I Call Her. I also thought Blue Box was a little weaker this week, although I did still really like it. It's just a very self-contained, sweet little story. Yeah. They immediately, I shouldn't say dispose of last week's cliffhanger, because the story does hinge on it a little bit. But if this was the only chapter of Blue Box you read, you would get it, and it wouldn't really, I think, add anything overall. I think it's that element's still there because he's still conflicted even at the end of like, well, why does he call her Chi? Yeah. There's that name drama that is a little hard to empathize with, although I definitely had similar super dumb thoughts about small things when I had crushes on girls. So it's not like it doesn't translate at all. Yeah, and I've I've consumed enough Japanese media to understand it. Yeah. Like, oh, that's a big deal. Uh, yeah, I, I also get it. There's just like a... And, like, the point of it is it's a small thing he's blowing out of proportion, right? 
So that still translates. It's just like when we talk about we never learn being we never learn, it was all still funny and cute. And this is still pretty cute, but it doesn't have like that funny on top of it. To be fair, it hasn't it hasn't felt like it's no. tried to be funny. So this is a no. different kind of romance. That that's not a critique of the story overall, but it's a critique of the unit. Like I like I said, I just don't, I don't think this unit has as much power. I got you. This little story. I don't think every romance needs to be comedy, nor do I think this one should really go for that. Mm-hmm. But like last week, the stuff was real nice. And like the one bit I liked was when his friend was like, oh, they're probably just friends, right? We're just friends, right? Yeah. I liked that. And I actually really liked the nice save panel where she was like, hey, you ran home so that I wouldn't be waiting alone up front, right? Yeah. Which wasn't the case at all. But she was just like, nice save. <laughs> and, you know, like very genuine about how she feels yeah, about her it. gratitude yeah. and he's like oh god i'm i'm an idiot i can't get credit for that i wasn't trying yep yeah there was bits that i liked of it it still ranked pretty high um but i think a lot of that was like i said i didn't find it to be a super engaging week fair so yeah i'm still probably my favorite i mean it's only it's between that and candy flurry so definitely my favorite of the two new stand series we got uh-huh. and it's not like candy flurry's bad yeah anything else you wanted to say on it no i'm good That'll bring us to Mashal Magican Muscles, Chapter 62, Mash Burn Dead and the Great Danger. What did you think of Mashal this week, Kevin? I really liked the, I'll call it the time stop panel, where he yeah, first okay, unleashes yeah. the that time magic, and it, like, inverts, so, like, everything is black, and it's, like, the white are the lines. I thought that looked really cool. Yes. Absolutely. And the chapter was pretty good on top of that, but nothing amazing after that. I was like, ooh, that's a really sweet panel. And now we're going to have uh, Mark Wahlberg facing off against Innocent Zero. Yes. Uh, coming to theaters this summer. <laughs> this is the problem. I think you like the mentor fights more than I do. They always kind of feel to me like, oh, the characters we care about aren't here. Because no, I, I really don't care. Yeah, okay. I, I had that feeling as well. Like, like, like I said, my favorite part was that that awesome panel. Yeah, and I can't take that away from it. I've seen that before, but it still takes a lot of talent to pull off, and mm-hmm. it was really cool. Yeah, and this was a really, like, that's also a really cool way to show that time stopped. Yeah, I think that's because Mark Wahlberg has not really been a character at all in this story, though. Totally fair. Whereas I, I don't like it even when Gojo Sensei's kind of been a character. I shouldn't say I never like it, because when Kakashi fights in Naruto, I get pretty into it. But that's like the exception that proves the rule in a lot of ways. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, I don't care for when Karichi fights, but that's also a bad example. Because that's pretty cool, too. But Master Roshi doesn't do anything for me. And like, all oh, the Master's going to fight now. Like, I get why that's a big deal, but... Especially in manga, it, it's kind of different in anime just because there's more time in anime for that story. Like, what that can be just one episode that we spend on it. Mm-hmm. Whereas you need minimum one chapter of manga, usually two or three. Yeah. But the chapter did what it needed to do. I hope Mashal does some bullshit and breaks out of this. Yeah. Because <laughs> I would like him to be in the story. Next, we have Mission Yozakura Family Mission 82 Heartbeat. Which had some kind of sweet stuff in it, but seemed kind of all over the place to me. A little bit. I think what it really is, is that I didn't super care for the cliffhanger ending at the end. It didn't like raise my spirits, because like I said, I have not been super into this story, and what I really wanted was the Tayo fight that we kind of didn't get. And we sort of got it. Yeah, we sort of got it. You're right. Like, he did win, but then the bad guy changed the rules, basically. Yeah, the classic. Yeah. 
you know, haha, I beat you. Mm, nah, I'm just going to change the game. Yeah, the classic. Raise the stakes. Yep. Just uh, Tayo getting saved is not exciting to me, I guess. The stuff about the rings being uh, having their heartbeat being tied to each other and being kind of defibrillator is kind of cute and thematically resonant with the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I think it would have been a much stronger climax to a story I cared about more. Yeah. Go on. Well, I was just saying, I really liked that moment of Tayo getting saved, of Mitsumi kind of helping him out from the sidelines. Yeah. It's, it's again, El Clasico. Mm-hmm. Which is maybe the problem with this. I didn't see anything super exciting or new, and like I said, this story didn't really have me to begin with. I don't think it was anything amazing, but I do, I did enjoy it. Anything else you want to say about it? Nah. That'll bring us to Ayakashi Triangle Chapter 44, Matsuri's Training. What did you think of this one, Kevin? This is such a silly premise, and I absolutely adored it. Yeah, I, I want to criticize it more because my first note is like, starting right with a panty shot. That's great. But by the end, I really was into it. It, it, it is because it's the it's the idea of uh, it's the same idea as panty flash fight in Bakuman. It's so ridiculous that it gets you. Yep. And it is weird. The, the uh, sort of eye candy shots are cuter in this shot and less sexy and overt, I feel, than usually in Ayakashi Triangle. Maybe that just says something about my tastes. I don't know. I, I actually feel that way as well. I think it was more they were cuter, like you said, cuter panty shots. And it's like, oh, he's wearing panties. Now he's acting much cuter and more womanly. Yeah. And, and like the, the focus of it is his embarrassment about it. So. That we see the embarrassing stuff kind of works. Maybe I'm just trying to justify it, but it kind of worked. I liked how cute it was. I do like that her, his mom's like, yeah, Rio chose the panties. And he, she's like, good. That Rio kid, she knows what she's doing. <laughs> why, why, why isn't my girl son into her? <laughs> I also like the grandfather being like, you're sick. Yeah. It's like, what, what was wrong with you? <laughs> she's like, eh. It's training. Don't worry about it. I also like and that it, mm, it's like, it's literally working. Yes. Yeah, no, it all works. Yep. Again, I am interested to see if this leads into a more shonen-y story or not. We'll see at this point. We we now have the groundwork for one. Yep. But it's been so long since we've gone that route. I wonder if they're actually interested in it or not. But it it would seem really weird to set that up and have this literal training arc, even if it's a humorous one, to then not pay it off later. Yeah. Also, Susie's friends show up. And we didn't even discuss Susie wanting to get a panty shot, so she uses her magic to shrink herself. Isn't it she creates the Suzu clone, but just makes it small? Isn't that what oh, is she that does? Oh, is that what it was? I read it as shrinking herself. No, I thought... But maybe you're right. There's a panel that I can see exactly why you read that. I read it as action of was big, is small, and you read it as made small thing next to me. I thought it was in her hand. I want to go look at this panel yeah. now. I, I read it as metaphor. I got you. But I, you, it could be literal. You are absolutely right. Yeah, it, to me, it seems like she made, because she goes Omokage inch high samurai version, so it makes it... Ah, uh, uh, yeah, 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 you're, you're definitely right then. So yeah, I, I like that, and then uh, Shiragane is like, ooh, a tasty mouse! <laughs> and Shiragane would be like, this is such a perverted situation, I don't even know. I guess me and Grandpa should hang out. <laughs> uh, last but not least, we have Hardboiled Cop and Dolphin Depth 42, no matter what happens to me, which had a lot of the same energy as last week, in a way I think is kind of a waste. yeah. I def it still definitely hit a lot of the same moments and was still quite good because of that. But it it felt like a weirdly a beat chapter in this climax, right? Where really yeah. what it's trying to do is stretch out this heroic sacrifice moment. Yeah. But it feels like we got the action last week and now we're just doing it again. Yes, although it 
does make it seem like Orpheus is dead. Yes, which is interesting. And not just dead, but, but like disintegrated. <laughs> I mean, that makes him seem less dead to me, Fair. honestly. But yeah, it does give this real uh, final story energy, doesn't it? When you're killing off half the title characters. Yeah. Although Chaco could just dolphin him back to life, I'm sure. Yeah. I did like the fact that he was like literally re-dolphining like midway through that last attack. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, the art's real good. Yeah. There's a lot I liked about it, but like I said, ultimately, I just felt like it was an attempt to stretch out a moment. Totally fair. Anything else you want to say on it? Nah. Alrighty. That will lead us into Jump Card. Card is the segment where we rank everything in Shonen Jump, not just the stuff we read every week, from our least favorite up to our favorite. No Black Clover this week, so only 19 stories. What do you got at 19, Kevin? That's where I have me in Roboco. Okay. I, like, I just, I can't even with Roboco, <laughs> and this was kind of focused on her. Yeah, fair. There was a little bit of... I think I just liked how cute the aliens were. That's not why it's not my 19. I'll I'll talk about that when I talk about my 19. Sure. But mine is... All, me and Robico also very low for me for similar reasons. Gotcha. I've, I tell C at 19. Totally fair. Because this is just like a terrible mystery story climax where the detective is explaining how the crook got away with it, but it's the crook doing it while she's doing it. Yeah. And it's also like not even that inventive of... Uh... A thing on yeah. top of the fact that it's like, ha, huh, this is how I got away with it. Yeah, except the you're still there. I was like, the and the I division or whatever is also still there and like looking smug about something. So I was like, oh, they already figured out her plan. Yeah, I, I do like the cliffhanger at the end of it, but it was just like, I think the worst chapter of I tell C, a, a series with not a good track record. Yeah, it was my number 18. That's where I have me and Rip. Okay. So what do you got at 17? That's where I have high school family. Same. This is better than High School Family originally was. Yes. But it's like still the, not the, great. Yeah. The shots of him as a youth and people seeing him that way are funny. People reacting to it in series is less funny, but I get why you go for that joke. It all works, yeah. but it's not what I want in Shonen Jump. I did like, so like, obviously the one guy who knew him when he was younger is like, oh my God, it's him. He's the 15 year old again. But I really liked... <laughs> The moment yeah, the, where the part like, of the end works way better. Yeah, yeah. The ace is like, wait, what? What did I just see? And like, he saw him as a fifteen-year-old. Like, that's not possible. Yeah. What do you have at sixteen, Kevin? So that's where I have Witch Watch. Same. <laughs> it, it's a it's a cute idea, and the ending's nice. Yeah, but it's just poop humor. Well, there's that. There's the poop humor. There's the fact that they like broke their magic convention. That really bothered yeah, uh, me. Like it doesn't have a cost later. Yeah, and it, it it's like it doesn't have to be a negative cost, but like literally you've mentioned that every spell has a cost, and usually it's like you know, it's almost that equivalent exchange talking 
Yeah, it could even just be something like uh, at the end of the chapter when they do like the the zoom out. It's like, and then he became the most popular kid in class. Yeah, it was like, oh yeah, <laughs> nobody pays attention to me, and then a little bit later, people just like unnaturally pay attention to you for another couple of minutes or whatever. Yeah, that and then I didn't like the way the invisibility spell was drawn when Nico was doing it. I get what they were going for, but it would have been way cooler if it had somehow made the audience forget she was there. Like, either not drawing her in or something like that. Yeah, that would have been much nicer. Because it, like, I had to go through the explanation to be like, ha, I've been turning invisible. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, I agree. I think her not being either of those shots, and then Moy being like, have you been disappearing recently? Like, would have been better. Yeah. I, and I feel like you can do some good visual humor with that, too. Yeah. What do you have at 15? That's where I have Undead and Unluck. Same. Where are we just? Are we just the same all the way up? Probably not. I I doubt that, especially because we flopped on our eighteen and nineteen. But yeah, yeah. I liked bits of Undead and Unluck. Like this wasn't same, bad. Same. Like the premise is real good. All the stuff with his sister is real cute. But like it, it still it didn't make me care. Is the problem, which is what this chapter's job is to do. And then the cliffhanger is very strange, and I think deliberately so. Yeah. But it left me feeling really unsure what I, like, am I supposed to see? He's like, no, I actually do want to die. Or does he have a plan? I think it's probably B, but. Yeah, I think it has something to do with his negator powers. Yeah. It's going to be like, hey, kill me. And it's going to make her, like, heal him or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Something along that line. So, like, that was kind of cool. Honestly, like, I actually pretty enjoy Undead and Unluck. It's just, I like everything else more. Like, everything else above it more is really the issue. So it's not that I don't like it or didn't like the chapter. Just like everything else more. And that's super fair. I guess for me what it is is that, like, there's a lack of caring, like I always say. But, like, it's just shown in battle manga, right? And we have a ton of that. Mm -hmm. And so, like, if you have to chop something to get us something new, which is the premise of Shonen Jump, unfortunately, that's the thing to chop. It's the thing that's the least good. Yeah. What do you have at 14? That's where I have Sakamoto days. Same. The Shin background stuff is kind of cool. It's fine. Yeah. It, it does what it needs to do. It's nothing super exciting. I more have it here for the, the Chun-Li stuff and her being like, the rule is apologize the same day. You, you've been gone a while, so maybe bribe him. <laughs> he, li- he likes cotton candy. I did like yeah. that moment. It was fine. Yeah, I agree. What do you have at 13? That's where I have the elusive samurai. Okay, we're not, we're not the same. We're no longer twins. Fair. I felt like it kind of came out of nowhere, like the the cliffhanger. I agree with you on that. And the whole thing with him not being able to see the future, and like, you know, just the the joke went on too long. I guess. Yeah, and it's it's very much elusive samurai sense of humor, but that's also when I think one of its weakest things, other than its visual humor, which, like we say, is super good. Yeah. And this didn't really have any of that? No. So, it was okay, but... And again, like I said, the cliffhanger came out of nowhere. And that's not... That's not how I want cliffhangers to go. I want it to definitely be a surprise, like, oh my god, I can't believe the cliff is here. But I don't want it to be, I didn't even realize there was a cliff coming. Yeah, it's like, what? We're, we're We're in a rock land. I thought we were in a forest. Yeah. You know, oh, oh, what are you doing here? You are. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely agree on that. I'll, I'll talk more about it when we get to where I put it. Sure. I have Mission Yozakura family at 13. Sure. 
the bit with the rings put it above the other shonen stuff that doesn't really have me captured right now. But like I said, the cliffhanger was just not the opposite of what I wanted to see, but did not excite me. Gotcha. I've got Mission Yuzukura a lot higher because I, I did rather like it. Yeah, I, I, I kind of figured it might be that. What do you have at 12? That's where I have Nine Dragons. Okay. I did actually like this chapter of Nine Dragons, so we actually added two more people in this chapter. It feels like they're rushing, but I also feel like they have to rush. Which is fair. Like, I'm, I, that, that wasn't my... Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. just not a huge sports fan. I'm very, like, I have it ranked very high, but in a way, like, when I ranked it, I'm like, man, is this too high? Totally fair. So, again, I'll talk more about that when I get to it. What else do you have? I interrupted you, so what were you saying? The ending is okay, where they're going to have the ace investigate him. Yeah. You know, and the the crazy obsessive grandfather figure makes sense, or I guess he's the father figure. Yeah. It's a very, he's a very over-the-top villain, but we are reading Shonen Jump. Yeah. He is the correct villain. Yeah. So, like, everything was fine. Again, I just liked everything else above it more. Yeah. I got Candy Flurry at 12. I like the ending a lot. It, it went here because it seemed really like they... I, I understand the dilemma and like it of the main character can't use her powers, so she is the damsel in this chapter. Yeah. It just, like, it seemed really weak to me it, in a way that it's like, oh, she's just going to get beat up. And like, I, I do like the idea of her having to lie, but it sucks that this is how it's going. And like I said, the turnaround at the end, I did really like, but there's that. And it seems like we're just going to continue this joke again and again with this other character. Yeah, that that was a little bit of it. Which was already grating on me. <laughs> yeah, I still have a quite high and I'll talk a bit more about it. Yeah. When I get up there, although I do still have some reservations. What do you got at 11? That's where I have Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay. Like I said, the the like the intrigue stuff was kind of cool, but trying to figure out the timeline is weird. Yeah. I have it very slightly higher. 11's actually where I put Mashal. Sure. Just because it's taking Mashal out of the story and he could come back at any moment. I like the the villain stating his motive, but Wahlberg versus Innocent Zero ha- ha- doesn't really ca- hold any interest for me. Mhm. And it wasn't funny. <laughs> yeah. W- which I do hold against Mashal more than other stuff. Yes. What do you have at 10? That's where I have Mashal. Okay, that's where I got Jujutsu Kaisen. Gotcha. What do you have at number 9? That's where I have Mission Yuzukura. Okay. Like I said, the I like the, you know, the sympathetic heartbeat thing working together. I like that Tayo's blooming increases his defense, so the one guy's like, "Oh, you got a power to protect people? How stupid." I was like, "That's absolutely <laughs> shonen." Yeah, that's it was very shouted. Although my first note on that was like, uh, it's at the beginning where he's like, oh man, could I just give up and the pain would end? And I'm like, man, do I have to be a shonen protagonist? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Anything else you wanted to say on it? No. Nine's where I put Magi-chan. Sure. Magi-chan was very sweet this week. The problem was from the first panel, I knew it was going to be a surprise birthday story. Yeah. I, I like the punks coming back. There, there was lots of stuff that was cute about it. And like I said, the ending landed pretty strong. But Yeah, even knowing what yeah. it was about. Yeah, but for a, a comedy twist, might have been better on it. Um, we still had a bit of that comedy twist where she was like... It's on my birthday for two months. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what? what is a couple of months? I feel like that's just to make it reasonable that she doesn't think it's a surprise birthday party when it's so obvious. Yeah. So yeah, I, I liked it. But it, it could have been better. What do you have at eight? That's where I put Magnuchan. Okay. I really liked the heartfelt surprise party thing, but also the like moments of despair of she's like, wait, is someone else leaving me? Shit. Yeah. 
you know, because she feels that way about her mom, which is, you know, mm-hmm. some like her mom isn't leaving her. She's being forced to leave her. But there's like an evil villain trying to take Magashian away from her. So Yeah, so she's definitely very concerned about it. I have Elusive Samurai at eight. Okay. I, I agree with your both your main criticisms of it. I think I just really like the idea of them going out and doing a thing. Yeah. No. And like the, the way that they, they are super like childish about it, but also like shonen protagonists. Yeah. Of like, hey, we're like super shonen adept at things. Why don't we go do it? Totally fair. And I think the cliffhanger worked a little bit better for me. I think you can have the sudden surprise cliffhanger every once in a while. Though it did make the pacing of the chapter feel super weird. Mm-hmm. And if we had spent less time at the beginning with the can't see the future problems, we could have had more time setting up the cliffhanger at the end. Yep. What do you have at number seven? That's where I have Candy Flurry. Okay. I just really like that reversal moment at the end where, you know, she's like, hey, it'd be better if both of us don't get injured, right? Yeah. I, I liked it too. The cliffhanger is really good. That's what put it above all the other like shown in these stuff that I was kind of add. Mm-hmm. And then the the reservations I have about Candy Flurry right now is we haven't seen much of the lollipop user's powers. I can't remember her name. Not a good start. Neither can I. Main character girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm bad with names. But the thing that kind of bothers me about how they're like, oh, it's the lollipop user. He's the one who devastated, or they're the ones that devastated Tokyo. It's like, this is also the person that devastated Tokyo. And you think one person can handle them by <laughs> the fucking selves? Uh, but, but she's a teenager who has ice cream powers, Kevin. I know, I mean, but like th- that's just the, that's just how shonen works. Yes, and so like I I understand <laughs> this, but at the same time I have these reservations of like, so you think this person is the person who literally destroyed a city single handedly? Don't don't you want some backup? Maybe somebody to help like limit the destruction? They can literally destroy a fucking city. Well, to be fair, she did bring her to the destroyed city. Also fair. She seems to have accounted for that little wrinkle. And I, like, I also have the the thing of, if it was somebody that powerful, why are they running away from you? Like, I get them yeah. trying to hide, but like once they've been found out, why would they run? They could literally destroy you. Yeah. I, I just, I always have trouble with some of these things. And there is power scaling questions, yeah. right? Because could the ice cream user destroy Tokyo if she wanted? Yeah. Because she, she doesn't want, she's a good guy. But is her thought, like, I could do that. Well, like, could the current lollipop, like, we've only seen her summon a lollipop and smack somebody with it, but the co- could the yeah. current lollipop user destroy Tokyo if she wanted to? Like, is she that powerful? Yeah. Or yeah. is she like, you know, maybe I couldn't destroy the whole city, but, uh, you know, like, I could cause some major devastation if I really wanted to. So I just yeah. have little, little hangups on this story. It's still firmly in the wait and see category yes. for me. Like, it's... De- I would much rather it continue than Undead Unlocked, for example. Yeah. To go back to that. I put it much higher than you. I just I wanted to state my yeah. reservations. Of, it could totally solve all of these problems, and I could really enjoy it. These problems aren't even making me not enjoy the current chapters. Uh, they're just little, you know, things in the back of my mind that I think about. That it's like, this seems, you know, like how long is this premise of they think she's the lollipop user gonna hold? Like, are they going to pivot to? All right, well, we're going to use you to take down the other one. Which is a super easy pivot, I expect to have. Yeah. But we'll see. It depends on what they want to do with the... Or is uh, she going to, like, slowly convert people one by one, but still have to run mm-hmm. from the organization in general? Like, that could also be really cool. Like, yep. you know, she keeps fighting these reset agents and managing to convince them, I'm not the person who destroyed Tokyo. Anything else you want to say on it? No. I got one piece at seven. Okay. Which is a pretty big jump from Elusive Samurai, but like I said, the whole middle bit kind of did nothing for me. I like the cliffhanger a lot. 
I like the the panel right before the cliffhanger a lot, but the bulk of the chapter. Fair. Not much impact. What do you got at number six? That's where I have hard-boiled cop and dolphin. Okay. Very fair. Like you said, it felt like just a bit of a beat, and really, I just liked almost everything else up above it. I did really like hard-boiled cop and dolphin, so it was kind of hard putting it down here, but I just enjoyed mm-hmm. everything else a lot more. I got blue box at six. Okay. I'm like, well, one piece that did make me feel emotions. So I was like, oh, that was cute. But like I said, I didn't think it was much more than that. Fair. What do you get at five? That's where I have my hero. Okay. Again, really good. Really looking forward to this. And uh, seeing Overhaul come back was cool. So mm-hmm. I'm really interested in this lady sniper and what she's going to do with Deku. Yeah. I got hard by the cap and dolphin at five. Not much more to say. Sure. Number four. That's where I had blue box. So again, I, I did really like it. I like that. That nice save panel definitely was to me, the highlight of the chapter. Yeah. Just how genuine she felt about it. So I'm really liking blue box. I got my hero at four. Okay. What do you have at number three? That's where I have Ayakashi triangle. Uh huh. Super cute. I really, you know, like it's weird to say, I really liked the fact that this entire chapter was Matsuri putting on panties. <laughs> yep, no, I feel weird about where I put it, which is even higher than you. <laughs> because usually I'm the one critical of that, and I even was in my notes. <laughs> Three's where I put nine dragons. Okay. Like I said, I, I really thought on if this was too high or not, but I really like the introduction of the villain. Like I said, he's like the perfect villain, and then the pitcher who's his son who can go scout them is also like a perfect character because he can turn coat, he can be the villain on the field. There can be... Yep be pictured little stuff there's lots of potential there i like the forward momentum of it too i would love for them to have open tryouts and have to fill the final few positions with just kids from the school yeah and like i said we got two guys here and i i also like the character that is like oh yeah he either gets a home run or strikes out <laughs> and also seems like he was the rival of their uh, slugger yeah. not yeah. the short you're right i was wrong i i did know i put that in my notes i mean i didn't but know we who, didn't talk about yeah it. i was like i didn't know who we who he was when we were to be fair neither the guy he's the rival of (laughs) oh did he say the other guy's name those rivalries no no he said the right guy's name but the guy was like uh i don't know who this guy is oh yeah that i i got you now oh what do you have at number two that's where i have one piece i really like that cliffhanger and i i liked most of the stuff in the middle but especially you know the big moments where kids showing up to fight big mom and that cliffhanger uh yeah, I I actually triangle it too. Sure. Hey, did I say on the podcast? Hey, I wonder if this uh, whole plot is just so Boichi can draw Sukiya all sexy because <laughs> I've had that thought the entire time, but I don't remember if I said it out loud or not. I don't think if you said it out loud, but you got your wish. <laughs> wish is a strong word. <laughs> Suspicion is the word I would use. Fair. Also, she's like what sixteen now, probably. Uh, I mean that that that's like thirty in anime years. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he's just like, oh, gotta draw her hug and thank you. That's what I gotta do. Yeah, just ah, uh, that was that was a super powerful chapter. Yeah, it's real nice. It, despite my being very cynical about it right now, obviously I put it at number one because it was very sweet and like all the effort and her being like, ah, oh, I can't wait. This is gonna take a year. I can't do that. I can't wait a year. And her being seven, thank you. Like, hey, you did it in seven years. Great job. Don't know how thank you knows when she got revived. Oh, unless Senku is just so good at looking at the maturity of a girl and figuring out how long it's what age she is. 
which I do not think is one of his skills. No, I think what it is is he knows it's been it's seven, seven years, years since he got petrified. So he said, gotcha. hey, you got us out in seven years. Awesome. Because he yeah. probably doesn't know the exact date, but I'm assuming it wasn't very long till she got revived. Like, you know, Fair. maybe a couple of weeks at most. Senku just said it could be 100 years when he was he was like, it will happen, but it's entirely up to chance. Yeah. So there's no way for us to know either, I don't think. I think it was a couple of years because I feel like we see her dog age. That's true. It, it could have been a while. And so maybe she did it faster than seven years. That could, yeah. Because, well, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, but you got to draw Suki all sexy. Also, clearly the right move to revive Senku first. I feel like she might have done Kuhaku first, though. But maybe she was like, Jesus Christ, I do not want to have to make more of this acid. I will make Senku do it. Yeah, no, totally Although fair. I, I imagine she's got enough for more than one person. Probably, but definitely Senku is the right call to revive. What, you know, like, uh, who are you going to revive first? The person that can revive more people faster. Like, Senku can probably knock this shit out in an afternoon now. I don't have to make, you know, poop farm again. I assume she's got enough for more than one resurrection. We'll see, though, next week. Probably. Also, I guess Kohaku may be dead, so... I, but Tsukiya doesn't know that. Yeah, I definitely laughed at the moment of she was like, where am I going to get more poop? I could use my own, and then it's like, no, 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 absolutely not. Can't do that. <laughs> yeah, anyway, it was good. Oh, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Even if I'm going to make fun of Boichi for having to draw his little girl as a sexy teenager now. <laughs> Alrighty, that will do it for Jump Card. Like I said at the SOP, we read Full Metal Alchemist this week, and we will be back to talk about that after the break. <laughs> So we read Full Metal Alchemist this week, which was kind of a surreal read for me, just because, like, I know the story pretty well. Yeah. Like, I have not watched Full Metal Alchemist in over 10 years, but I, everything came back to me pretty simply. Yep. I had forgotten how much of a Western Full Metal is, especially at first, but I oh, think yeah. that that is throughout. I just think of it as more having those fascist sort of tones, which mm -hmm. is not very typical of a Western. Yeah. But that first, the, all, the first two chapters and then three and four are just Western stories. Yep. One even takes place on a train with some bandits having held up a train. Yep. Maybe the most Western story you can have. And they are all stories of Edward and Alphonse coming into a town where people are abusing authority and doing right. Yep. So, like, weirdly, I find myself without too much to say about it, if I'm being honest. If you haven't read slash watched Full Metal Alchemist, I recommend that you do. Oh, yeah. It's pretty good. People like it for a reason. It. I will, I will say, if you want to watch, I would recommend watching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Doesn't Brotherhood skip, like, the first bit, though? Like, isn't it awkward either way? A little bit. I don't think the train and the coal scenes... You don't get the church episode either, do you? No, you definitely do in Brotherhood. He definitely fights. I... Okay. Because that, that one has the setup with lust and gluttony still. Yeah. Here's where I reveal I've never actually gotten through Brotherhood, even though I definitely shouldn't would like it. <laughs> I just remember it starting very weird. It starts in a different place. It does not start at the same place. Gotcha. Because I think it starts with 
the story of them as kids. I, I thought Brotherhood started with like an attack on Central. It might. I, 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 it's been a while since I tried to watch it. It's been a um, while since I've watched it. But I definitely remember they definitely face off against Leon and Le- Leo, the sun, yeah. sun guy. Yeah, that, and that the first episode of the anim- the original anime is that, and it's a perfect adaptation. They they don't go off the rails until they have to, because there are no more rails left. And they're like, uh, what if there was more fascism? Well, and they also start going off the rails with the homunculi, and yeah, they get some of the other sins, like they change some of the other sins. Yeah, yeah. They make Wrath Pride. On the other hand, you do get that fight but with Mustang and uh, the fewer in the wine cellar. That ain't in the manga. Yeah. Anyway, Full Metal's good, like I was saying. You want your typical Japanese, uh, hey, there's no God sort of thing? Hey, God is actually bad. Organized religion is the devil. This got this. This guy's got this good. Yep. Even with Edward's sort of reverence for the idea of God and the idea of like, ah, we're we're the closest to God because we're Icarus. That does mean our our, our wings melt in the sun and we fall further. Yeah, that was really nice. I really liked the bit with Rose where at the end she's like, you know, well, what the hell do I do? And... Edward being like, uh, stand up and walk. You actually got two legs that fucking work. <laughs> He's like, you you be in the uh, story later, Rose. It's super interesting that she is effectively the heroine character, but because it's a Western style story, she gets left in the dust. Yeah. Literally, like she is left behind. Uh, eventually, Winry will show up and be sort of more the traditional he- heroine, although even she isn't there a lot. No. And I think, again, it's it's like you said, it's like that Western. So even Winry just becomes like the woman at home, basically. Yeah. It's just an interesting limitation when you compare it to other shonen manga. Right? Yeah. Especially because, like I said, this doesn't feel like a shonen jump manga in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Even though this first volume is the typical shonen jump first volume in a lot of ways. It doesn't quite end on a cliffhanger. It's still a contained story there. It's only four chapters, which in some ways almost makes it feel more like the shoujo stuff we've read. In a weird way. Yeah, but... they're all also super self-contained, although I know it's very soon after this that we start getting into more serialized storytelling. Yeah. Well, and also, uh, they're long. Like, I don't remember, was it built monthly at first, maybe? I don't know. I thought it was a weekly series, like anything else in Shonen Jump. Let me look that up for a bit. Vamp. Yeah. So, I do remember Brotherhood being a little bit different in the way it started the story, but I really like these chapters like i i really like edward and alphonse just the the duo between the the two of them is funny with alphonse being the straight man is really good and you know i love that edward hates that everyone calls him uh, shrimp and like you know people are just constantly harping on the fact that he's short even people that are being like good-natured about it like rose that's like if you believe in god you'll get taller i swear yeah, I just remember that being, like, I remember that joke from the anime, and it just, like I said, I don't know that I have much about this, because that's so ingrained of, of course that's part of Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. Interesting. So I swear for some reason, I, I think it's because it was published by Viz in the US, that Full Metal ran in Shonen Jump, but it didn't. It ran in Shonen Gaga, which is, I'm sorry, Shonen Gangan, which is Square Enix's Shonen magazine, which makes sense since Square Enix made all the money off this. Hmm. I just swear at some point it ran and jump, and I don't know why I think that. Yeah, I did too. You know, I, this is shown and, in and summer, it, so like it's not like we're yeah. only reading. Oh, no, yeah, we jump don't have titles, to read jump stuff. But no, I, I, that's not a. 
I said it was in Shonen Jump, though. That's that's yeah. why I am correcting myself and making a point of that. Yep. And Gongen is a monthly magazine. Yeah, so the four, I was like, these these feel like a monthly release. Yeah, which is, I think, why I said it feels more like the Shoucho stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was wrong on that. But yeah, honestly, like some of the some of the elements that make Full Metal really great are still in these four first four chapters. Like I like the story; they give just another uh, enough hint into their backgrounds to make it like to make you want to read more. Like, oh my god, their mother died. They tried bringing her back, and now they're basically cursed. Yeah, it's really strong. Yeah, it's a strong start. And like I said, that first story—it's the first two chapters—I think is really really good. Yeah, it's thematic. It. it it has that feel of a really good one shot that then got turned into two stories. It's just super weird because Rose is such a clearly designed character. Yeah. Which I assume is why she comes back later more than anything else. Yeah. And I'm wondering if, you know, maybe she was, you know, she was a a designed character that he like tossed her in here and then planned to bring her back later. Like, yeah, they ditch her now, but she'll come back later. Yeah. Or if there was a version where she joined them and that just didn't work out in the story. Totally possible. It's just very interesting, but also finding out it's not in Shonen Jump makes me feel like that's less weird. Like you suddenly you don't have to have a heroine the way all the other stories do. Yeah. Obviously, because you're working with different editors and stuff, even if it is the thing I prefer. Although, like I said, I want more girls in my Shonen manga. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's four super good stories. I, I think you pointed out that I had said that it seems weird to me that Full Metal Alchemist is a manga, but I think that is specific to me because I think the traditional arc with Full Metal is that you watch the original anime and then find out that it's super different and go back and read the manga. And I think that's a great way to experience it, honestly, is just go through, read the manga. You can get the box set pretty cheap. Yep. I will say... Is it on Viz's website? Let me check. Yes. I don't know if you can buy it directly from Viz, but the... I don't know if the box set is... But the, the uh, chapters definitely are like they have like links. Yeah. Well, I, I meant for the two boxes is full metal part of. Oh, no, I don't think it's I don't think so. I, I'm looking right now. I uh, remember Hikaru no Go. <laughs> <laughs> but the big thing with Full Metal Alchemist, I think, is for people our age, I think that it was absolutely correct. Nowadays, what I think people have happened is they watched Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. And then that might be very maybe, true. Because like I was reading comments on comments on it, and somebody was like, "Oh God, the you know I can't believe the manga skipped so many scenes." And somebody <laughs> being, you realize that the anime is based off of the manga, right? They just added more shit. They added scenes because that's yeah. what the that's what animes do. And somebody was like, "What? No way!" Like, yeah, this was a manga for this is that wasn't even the original show. Like I said, I think anime is a better art form than manga. Come at me, nerds. <laughs> the, but And yet, this is the podcast I'm doing because I'm bad at life. <laughs> manga is definitely a much more efficient way to get story, though. Yeah. You know, I, I like both of them, so. Oh, yeah, they're both good. I'm not, I'm, don't get it twisted. Yeah, Full Metal is not part of what you get with Viz, which makes sense because it's not shown in Jump, but yeah. Viz does publish it. Yep. Interesting. Okay. But yeah, I would definitely check out Full Metal if you haven't. And like, it's just got a strong premise, right? And we don't even really get super far into it in here nope. with the equivalent exchange stuff. It, it's clearly stated, but yeah, that's we, kind of all. We get some hints about it. You know, we have the hint with the Philosopher's Stone. We have the stuff about, you know, oh yeah, this is what the human body's made out of, but uh, clearly something went wrong. Yeah. And we don't have any hints of the 
the rest of the bigger plot going on. Well, I, I guess that's not true because we have Lust and Gluttony show up. Yeah. Right in the first chapter, honestly. Yeah. Uh, in the second chapter. Oh, that's that first right. story is two chapters Yeah, long, that's right. But at the end of the first story, they show up. Yeah, so we have we have hints about stuff, which is cool. Yeah, clearly he at least knew he needed a villain. Whether or not he had the whole thing planned or not, it's always hard to tell. Full Metal seems a little more planned than other stuff to me, but I don't know if he had knew what the deal was at this point or not. Yeah, I don't know if he knew everything, but he definitely had ideas. You know, because like we said, he's got some of the end-level bosses in the first story. Yeah, but they're, they've got a boss. Yeah. It, it's a Vegeta and Nappa, it's not Frieza. True. Yeah, that's I, I, kind of all I have to say about it, if I'm being honest. Putting Edward Elric on our personality power level list seems weirdly daunting to me. I have no idea where he goes, if I'm being honest. <laughs> um, but if there's nothing, I, I think I've said everything, so yeah, if there's I, anything I think you want to add. All right, that just leaves personality power level. Vegeta, what does the scouter say about his power level? Personality power level is the segment where we rank manga characters from best to worst. At the very top, we have Uzumaki Naruto. That guy equivalently exchanges stuff. <laughs> At the bottom, we have Koku, who is the worst Master Rishi from Flame of Rekka. In the center, who do we got these days? We have Red from Pokemon Adventures and Chisei Hattori from The Ancient Magus Bride. Like I said, Edward Elric is a super weird character to me. I don't think he's great, but he's certainly not bad. I True. feel one of the reasons I brought up the setting and themes of Full Metal is I feel like those are far stronger than the characters. Yeah. Like, I don't think Ed's as, Ed's as good as Goku, honestly. No. How do you think he compares to Asta from Black Clover? I think lower than Asta as well. I would agree. I feel like I'd put him above Rekka, though. Yes. How do we think he compares to Yuji Itadori? He's going to go right in here in the nice little shonen block, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Actually, I find he's somewhat comparable to Yuji, because I feel like Yuji is some Yeah, I, yeah I get blank. it. I think I'm going to give it to Edward just because we actually get to see his entire character growth through the story. Or I guess I have. Yeah. I mean, it's a thing. We might get that with Yuji as well. See, I was going to argue for Yuji on account of like, I feel like Yuji has more powerful like moments, but I, I haven't read Full Metal very recently. And it's much easier if we just put him here. So, yeah, I will defer to you. Because even though I haven't watched it in quite a while. The ending of Full Metal is very powerful, and I think Edward does have quite a lot of, like, he's got quite a lot of good moments, but like you said, it, the setting is a lot of the the stuff. And and the themes, I, like I said, I think Full Metal is one of its weaknesses, is that the characters could be stronger. Well, And, and, also, and lots of characters have the, the protagonist problem, where... Yeah. Or lots of series, where uh, Edward is not the most interesting character in Full Metal. No. Well, and that's also one of the strengths of Full Metal, I think, is it's not just, like, at first it's basically just about Alphonse and Edward, but then they, you know, even Roy Mustang becomes cool, Scar is amazing. Yeah. Fear Bradley. Oh, man. Did you ever see the scene where Fear Bradley fights a tank? Uh, no. It's one of, that's I, one I of my it. favorite episodes of the anime. Because it's like, yeah, it's Fear Bradley, fights a tank. Awesome. So, like, you know, there's some great, there's a, actually a huge cast of uh, pretty good characters in there. You know, not super amazing characters, but it definitely, it starts, you know, expanding more than uh, the Al Edward and Alphonse wander from town to town fixing problems. Yeah, and I'm aware of that, too. 
But like I said, it's not like a super personal journey about Ed's feelings. He is often a mouthpiece for philosophy. Yes. So he'll go at number 50, above Yuji Itadori and below Asta from Black Clover. And that'll do it for this week. Join us next week when we are going to be reading Haikyuu Volume 3. Because like I said, I want to read more of that this year. Totally fair. And it's Shonen. It was in Shonen Jump and everything. Yeah. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fistfight by Tom W. Amaret. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions. And our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt www.lastpodcast.com is our website where you can check out my other podcast It's a Gundam, where I talk about Gundam stuff and use the joke about buying all our playsets and toys a lot Kevin, anything you want to plug this week? Not this week Have a great week, everybody Stop.